Amen. Amen. Today I'm talking to you about seven things. Seven things. So this is our last installment for now on tithing. And if as at now you have not started tithing, I have only one message for you. Otwewa. Your ears are hard. Otwewa. Ask your neighbor what does it mean? One of, the, one of the communities just before the place where I live is called Asuchin. And I will pray that the Lord will train your, your Asu. <laughs> hey. Wow. I'm just waiting for a signal that everything is okay. Wow, wow. Mm. Ask your neighbor, is it you they are waiting for? I have some poor, four pastor seats that I'm seeing here. I will fill them very soon. And you are translating there. That's one, two, I've sent. Okay. Number three is now on the way. All right. I'm still counting. Tell your neighbor, we are counting the chairs. Hey. You have a chair in heaven. And your chair in heaven, nobody can sit in it. Hey, it's waiting for you. It's waiting for you. So tell your neighbor, if where you are is a little squeeze, don't worry. The one in heaven, I mean, is, is made just to your, yeah, just to fit you, pepe, pepe. Hallelujah. All right. Okay. We've been talking about tithing for some weeks. I really liked Ovi's testimony because I knew that what she was saying was true. And I remember... The day that she started paying tithing, she never misses it. Never misses it like that. Yeah. Maybe your story. Amen. Amen. And may we grow beyond what we think. If you limit your worship of God to your logic, you will be very limited. Because there are so many things in life. In fact, I should say, if you limit your life to what you think, you are going to be very limited because there are many things in life that you cannot make sense of. When somebody says, I love her, how do you measure that? What exactly is love? Something you put into a test tube. Yeah, so, so immediately. Immediately. So tell anybody, don't, don't start that one. Don't start that one. Don't start that one. We didn't come here to come and display our mind. We came here to believe in God and to be challenged in our faith and to take steps. Are you with me? To take steps of faith and you take a step and you see that what God was saying is really true. Hallelujah. So I'm just challenging you to say that. Pick it up and say that I'm a, I am a tither. I'm going to tithe. I'm going to pay what God asks of me. And let me tell you, it's one of the few places where he says, test me and see. Hey, God, your father Paul hasn't told you to test him and see. But God says, test me and see. So just test. Oh. Just test. Just say, Lord, you know, you know. You see, but the reality of the matter, no, not that this is your last. You shouldn't wait until you have your last. You tithe first. No, it's true. You tithe first. Amen. Is that okay? And then test him and see. Test him and what? See. Today I'm talking to you about seven things about the tithe. And this is our final one on this round. We'll come back here again another day. Tithing. What does tithing, when you tithe, what are you doing? Number one, you are fulfilling the law of humility. The law of humility. 
tell your neighbor that uh-huh, son of pride because you were not hiding. I will explain. Because it doesn't, it doesn't look direct. It doesn't look direct. But when you tithe, in that action that you are doing of tithing, you are admitting that there is an influence of God in your life. When you don't tithe, you are saying to yourself that I am all sufficient. I can do all things myself. I have no need of God. But by taking out one-tenth of what God has given to you, you are acknowledging that there is somebody to whom you must bow the knee. And you know something? A bowing there will be. Hey, as for bowing. The only difference is whether you are bowing willingly or it is forced on you. Yeah. Because it talks about how every knee will bow to Jesus. It's there. Whether you will bow willingly or unwilling. Look, the devil, he bows whether he likes it or not. Even now, even before his dispensation, even before his time in the pit, he's already bowing. Are you in the house? Yeah. So when you tithe, you are showing that somebody is over me and somebody is a creator that I am acknowledging and it takes a certain humility to do that. Amen. If not, what you are saying is that I do it all myself and there are people like that. Yeah. That's why there are some things you must be careful. When you walk around and you say that, what's your name? You say, Odeneho. Then you add your name. Be careful. Be careful. Hey. Now that I'm dialing your number, you're not happy with me again. (laughs) But you should be very careful. One day I was driving down the road. I was going to a certain place and then I saw the signboard. And the signboard read, Odeneho Kwadaso. I said, yo, Yate, we are sorry. (laughs) We are sorry. Everything has a positive and a negative side. And the negative side of that is an implication. But a lot of people lose a lot through pride. Our political parties, they always lose when they become proud. Always. NDC came, then they became proud, and they came down. Then MPP came. You'd have thought that they would have seen what had happened. No, no. But day two they came. Then they also became proud. Then, then NDC came back again. It was working. Then they became proud. Then, hey. Ask your neighbor, are they talking to you? Are they talking to you? Amen. Yeah. But when you are a wealthy person also, and you go into your wealth and you take out 10% of what God has given to you. Those of you in the box, I'm seeing you talking and I'm watching. Good. Mm. Hey. Hey, but why are you facing people in the church? If you are here by now, you should be comfortable with it. (laughs) And tell your neighbor, please don't say anything. Tomorrow it will be you. (laughs) Tomorrow it will be you. Amen. So you are fulfilling the law of humility. One of the best ways to become wealthy is to be humble. Yeah, humility creates wealth. Humility creates wealth. Number two, I'm talking to you just about seven things. The second thing I want to talk to you about is that tithing fulfills a certain law. What law is that? The law of sowing and reaping. Sowing and reaping. 
Sometimes we are accusing God and we're saying that, but God, you haven't taken care of me. You're not doing this and you're not doing that. But what have you sown? What did you sow? If you sowed zero, zero times a hundred is what? Zero times a thousand is what? Some people cannot do math, so they are sitting at the back. They are done like this. you sow air, you will by all means reap air. Because zero times anything is zero. Zero times anything is zero. Yeah. Amen. And so as you tithe, what you are doing is that you are invoking a law. If you sow something, you will reap something. If you sow nothing, you will reap nothing. Now, let me say one thing. Even though it is not the main point of today, I have noticed that there are people who are always complaining that I don't have friends, I don't have friends, I don't have friends. The Bible says that he who would have friends must first show himself friendly. Sow something. Amen. Do what? Sow something. Hallelujah. And so in the same way, as you tithe, you are sowing something. And you are putting down a seed, one-tenth, and giving the Lord an opportunity to bless you. Hallelujah. Mm. Am I speaking to believers or unbelievers this afternoon? Psalm 126 and verse 5. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Some people don't want to cry. (laughs) But if you don't cry, if you don't sow, there's nothing to reap. So sow it. There are times when I hear people say that, hey, to pay the tithe, it was very difficult. This is your scripture. Tell your neighbor, which one is your scripture? This. This this particular scripture is for you. Your name is on it. Yeah. It's a promise. That those who sow in tears will reap in joy. God is not oblivious to the fact that sometimes as you are paying that tithe, it is difficult. But pay it all the same. Yeah, pay it all the same. Ask your neighbor, when last did you pay your tithe? Don't just ask the question, get an answer. What? Let's look at another scripture. Are you a believer? Believers must believe in the scripture. Luke chapter 6 and verse 38. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet withal, it shall be measured to you again. With the same measure. So if you give your all, your all is measured. Is given. That's what is given back. Are you understanding what I'm saying? The scripture is not saying that somebody who gives a tithe of 200 cities is more important than someone who gives a tithe of 20 cities. No. No. What's in proportion to what you have, that's how you give. Uh-huh. So with that measure, it will be measured back to you. Give and it will be given. Ask your neighbor, are you a believer? I have to ask because nowadays I don't think I'm working among believers. Yeah. People are coming to church. I don't know why you come to church. Ask your neighbor, why do you come? Why do you come to church? 
If you don't believe God, why do you come to church? Hmm. If you don't believe God, you came to show your dress, your spouse. <laughs> you came to do what? Tell me, if you came to show your spouse, mom, we didn't see. We are sorry. With, anyway, I have to say the choir was looking very nice today. I have to say that they were looking very nice. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So give and it will be given. Listen, live by the scripture. It actually works. Give and it will be given to you. Press down. You see, so in other words, not just what you brought that is given back. But what is given back is more than you can carry. Why would you not work with such a promise? Ask your neighbor again, are you a believer? Because nowadays, I'm not sure of the temperature of the churches at all. Hey, hey. The way some of you cry when you don't have. From today, it doesn't say cry and it will be given to you. Press down, shaking together and over. It doesn't say be depressed and it will be given. Or is that what your Bible is? Please. Can you open your Bible to me, I mean for me and show that, oh, let God have pity on you and he shall give to you. What does it say? Give and it will be given to you. Give and it will be given to you. You are looking around, you don't have anything. Maybe you didn't give anything. Yeah, maybe you didn't give anything. And you see, it's not this rule, it's not just your tithe. Any giving that you do. Yeah. Several times a year, I open my cupboard. Everything that's inside. I distribute it. Distribute it. Distribute it. Don't worry. If you didn't get it, you were not in the right place at the right time. <laughs> I distribute it. When I finish, the other day, one of them was saying, that, Mommy, there's no space. I said, Hey, it's not my fault. Were you not here when I removed everything and gave it away? Another time, I opened all my jewelry. I gave everything away. I spread, spread it all around. <laughs> Again, if you didn't get some, you were not there. And Jan Shedda, tell your neighbor Jan Shedda, you were not there. You were not there. Are you here? Since that time, since at that time, I used to pack jewelry in drawers. Draw, now I pack them in cupboards. Yeah, I'm almost afraid to give it away again because if it comes again, I don't know. <laughs> yep, yeah, I should call you and. <laughs> no, I'm very serious about what I'm saying. Those who walk around my house, uh, uh, Kafui, what I'm saying is true, it's not true. Did you profit from some or you didn't? You were not there. You were there. You profited. Ah, okay. We are sorry. No, I'm just saying this to say that, you see, it is not because, oh, you say, oh, because you are a pastor. Is that what your Bible said? Is that what your pastor, your Bible said? No. Testimony. Testimony. Try. If you sow, you reap it back. You have worn that scare. The eye is dropping off you. <laughs> ah. Young lady, your hairpiece. Okay, you have worn It's enough. Wash it, comb it out, and give it to somebody. Say, hey, but you know how much I bought the hair for? Give it away. You see, not just old things. Sometimes something that is brand new, just give it away. Give it away. I remember somebody sent me some shoes that didn't fit. 
I put them, I said, this shoes, I won't give them away. What? If I will not work, I'll be watching them. <laughs> and every time that my girls come out, I say, no, 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 don't look there. Don't look there. Look straight. Look straight. Your name is not on it. But eventually, I gave it away. <laughs> Are you here? I have not gone shoeless. Mm. Your school fees have not been paid. Your hostel fee has not been paid. Okay. Uh, we are only checking whether you obey the scripture or not. You see, even if you keep what you have, it hasn't paid that bill. Anyway, why not test God and see? From today, when a hundred cities is put in your hand, don't even say a hundred cities. Remove the ten. And say what was given to me is ninety cities. The ten cities and you know something? Add a little more than the 10. I'm speaking to those of you who are salaried workers. You want your income to go up. Start to tithe at that level. So if your income is what? Your income is 1,000. So you have been tithing 100, isn't it? Okay. Add 112. And let's see. And let's see. Whether it will change something in the dimensions or not. The scripture is the scripture. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. The next one. Tithing fulfills the law of prioritization. Yay. Tell anybody it's a word. Prioritization. Prioritization. If you want to prosper and if you want to do well, one of the things you are going to have to learn to do is to prioritize. That means this one is first, this one is second, this one is third. I'm going to pray for everybody who has exams tomorrow, but some of you, the reason why you are in trouble is because you did not prioritize. You came to school to learn, uh but you have done everything else except, except learning. That's why when I'm praying, I pray that, Father, those who are fools also, have mercy on them. Those who have not been wise also, Lord, have mercy on them also. (laughs) Amen. So prioritization means that you put something first. There are people who are suffering in life because the thing that should have been first, they didn't do it first. When they were supposed to be in school studying, they were busy sleeping. Yeah. Some to when they were sleeping, they were not sleeping alone. Hey. Amen. When you are paying your tithe, your tithe is not just one-tenth of your income. It is the first one-tenth. So from now, discipline yourself. When they send you your allowance, don't spend it till you've removed the tithe. Yeah. Don't, don't spend it till you have removed the tithe. Priority number one, the first one. The first one. 10% you take it out. Yeah. Some people, the reason why you struggle with paying your tithe, you spend the money. 
It's like, oh, I know that I have to pay God some. You spend, you spend. Now you are la- down to your last 12 cities and the tithe is 10 cities. That's why it's paying. <laughs> you should have paid it as soon as the money entered. Then you paid. You didn't prioritize it. Hey, when you don't prioritize what you should prioritize, in the same way as not prioritizing education can make you a poor man for life. That also is how not prioritizing your tithe can make you a poor man for life. Wow. Are you in the house? Hey, you are very quiet too. Yeah. But tithing will always test that thing. You know, whenever something begins to happen to my finances, I begin to check, hey, my tithe, Anna. Yeah. And usually I realize I've forgotten something. When I sort it out, it's sorted. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, can God trust you? Mm. What did the person say? God can trust you. There are some of you who are saying that, Oh Lord, when you make me rich, I will bring the tithe. Oh, Mali. You are lying. It's not going to happen. You can't tithe over 100 cities. You will not tithe over 1,000. And you will not tithe over 100,000. God is not a fool. Yeah. And it is when you start tithing, when you have nothing, you grow with it. And you continue tithing as God makes you wealthy. Hallelujah. Wow. (laughs) Tithing fulfills the law of emulation. If you like. The law of copying. Mid-sems are around. You don't copy exams. Uh-huh. Allow me to say it. <laughs> you don't copy exams. You copy everything else, not exams. Hmm. Some of you who like Apo. It's so sad that my Apostle, you don't even know that it's wrong. Abba, it's true. You don't even know that it's wrong. You are annoyed with your sister or brother because they didn't help you in the exam room. If you are in this church and you copy, God is not with you. I have no prayer for people who are copying. No. 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 Because copying is the same as stealing. It's the same spirit. Yeah. Does God help our brothers? You can pray all you want. He's not with you. Let's just call a spade a spade. Eh? You see, you have copied down. You don't know it's wrong. That's why you are surprised. You are surprised. I am surprised you are surprised. What is the strength of your Christianity? Ah. What is Apo? What is Apo? Stealing questions. Stealing questions. Don't let me divert my preaching to read to you what happens to thieves. (laughs) Don't let me open the scriptures to show you the future of thieves. So I will repeat it. You want to be a thief? Don't expect God to back you up. Hey, some people have destroyed their uh, plans for tomorrow's exams. <laughs> God is not with you. I can say it on 100% permission. Yeah. Because I don't believe that God is backing up any thief. No. In fact, in the Bible, thieves Medress and adulteress are put in the same box. 
Push your neighbor and say, neighbor. I hope you don't have some forbidden questions on your phone. Spirit of God. <laughs> I shouldn't ask the Spirit of God to, to enter your phone. Hey, look at you, I beg you, say no. <laughs> Lord in heaven. <laughs> hey. Hey. Listen to me. If you are in this church, you don't need the apple of men. What you need is the apple of God. Yeah. The apple of God. The Lord is more than able to lead you to every question that is in there. In there. Yeah. Yeah. More than able cry. It is what we have seen it before. It's not a new thing. Mm. So push your neighbor again. And say, neighbor, if God is to be with you. You see, if you are depending on God, depend on God. If you are depending on yourself, depend on yourself. Uh-huh. But if God is inside, hey. Yeah. And so we're talking about, how do we get here? Emulation. Who are you copying when you type? You are copying the most powerful people, financially powerful people in the world. The Jews. The Jews tithe, not even as a matter of faith. They tithe as a matter of fact. They just tithe. They believe that one-tenth must be given to this and this and this. And you see, wealth, eh, they have it. My goodness, wealth, they have it. Time does not allow me to read to you the statistics. But they excel in everything. When they give Nobel Prize winners, their population of Jews is very small. Percentage that are Jews, very high. When they give percentage of wealthy people, because they are very few, they are not many. All the Jews in the world, they can probably fit into Accra and will even have space. <laughs> yeah, very few. But they believe in this thing about the sowing and the reaping and the taking of the 10%. And the giving, they are very strong on it, regardless of whether they believe in God or they are atheists or they are anything else. And as you type, you are also copying these people. Why do you think that the United States cannot keep them in check? The U.S. cannot keep them in check because they are money. You say what? You don't like how we are doing what? Please, we are sorry. Yeah, that's the reason. The whole U.S. economy will come down. Oh, yeah. If the people turn around and just say that, okay, it's all right, we have collected our money. The world economy will come down. I'm going, we are going to our hometown. Yeah. <laughs> are you there? Yeah. I, I don't know what you think, but I think it's nice to copy such people. Hmm. Yeah. The truth of the matter is that Copying is the means by which, ad, by which advancement came. Yeah. It's also the means by which retrogression comes. Yeah. All the progressive West, they've copied themselves. Industrialization, manufacturing. What again? Everybody is doing something. Which we have copied ourselves. Agriculture, lack of productivity. And we have all borne the same fruit. All of us have borne the same fruit. People want to say that. The Jews are known for their legendary wealth. 
they are actually hated because of their success and riches. One of the chief practices of Jews is tithing. Wow. Tithing, therefore, is an activity of the legendary rich. If you want to be rich, you must emulate. That's copy. You must copy rich people. Wow. Push your neighbor and say, do you want to be rich? Hey. Then ask your neighbor, have you been tithing? <laughs> wow. How many have I given you so far? Number one was what? Humility. Ask your neighbor, are you a humble person? I wonder. Hey, go answer. Number two. The law of sowing and repaying. Ask your neighbor, have you sown something? Some of you, if I don't pray for you, you are about to, you are about to reap your lack of going to lectures. If I don't pray for you. Hey. The next one was what? <laughs> the law of prioritization. Push your neighbor and say, are you a student? Are you a student? Then tell your neighbor that for a student, studying is priority, eh? In case you didn't, some of you came to jam. Some of you isn't a jamming that brought you to campus. Hey! Number four was what? We fulfilled the law of emulation, the law of copying, copying somebody who's doing well. Number five, tithing is invoking the law of the seasons. The law of the seasons. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. There is a right time for everything, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest. Amen. This is one of the laws of life. You must know what season of life you are in. Mm-hmm. There are some of you, the way you like money already is too early. You are not yet in that season of life. Young lady, you have not reached anywhere. You don't own anything. But it is Brazilian hair. It is fried rice. It is uh, what? Designer clothing. It is what again? It, it, it's not wise. Tell anybody it's not wise. It's not wise. Because our lives are in seasons. Our lives are in seasons. Uh, and you are, trying to, you are trying to chop your fruit early. And you discover that life is not like that and you begin to struggle. That is why if you are the child of a rich man and he's not giving you all the money you think he must give you, instead of being annoyed, understand that it's because your father understands this principle. You are not in your, your, your season of, of plenty and the season of the latter rain. No, no, you have just come. You have just come. There's a true story, I have to just add this one, of a certain rich man who had a lot of sons. And the rich man decided that, as for these sons, he wasn't going to be dash, dashing their money. One time, this one, it's a true story. It's a true story. One time they were in school, 